0: Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm on the product design team
1: at
2: Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hi.
1: some trials and triumphs today. Are you going to start it, Taryn? Yes. Get in there. Go. I can't talk. Okay. Did I tell everyone about my water leak? Which one? I feel like the two of you always have water leaks. Yes. All right. So my faucet in my restroom. No. This is a new leak. This is my personal sink. We have- Yes. Okay. In your master. Yes. Mm -hmm. In my master. There's two sinks. My faucet- of course. Started just dripping. Drip. Drip. So David went to the store and he got
2: the parts. Wait. David didn't just say, that's the way it is because our house is old. That's his
1: usual. so He... Probably not. wanted to say that. He <laughs> felt that way. I did say no. It's leaking a good bit, and that'll add up on to, your water bill. It will. Plus, it makes that noise while sleeping, and oh, it's wasteful of
0: our resources. Absolutely. It is so. Miss head of our
1: green, green team. team I, yes. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So I have the obligation to fix <laughs> this. That's right. So I show him a YouTube video. We decide we're going to try to do it, except because he. Did it what what did I say? Like, no, I'm I'm, I'm imagining lazy. where yeah. this yeah. is going Our because faces you were in horror. <gasps> you watched
0: a YouTube video and
1: decided you could fix it yourself. Of course. Of uh-huh. course. Uh-huh. Um, and so it didn't go well. And <laughs> David was very angry. We did not have water spouting everywhere. It wasn't no that. It was more of he was like, We can't fix this. This is unfixable. So of hmm. course, what does Taryn do? She Fixed it. Look some next door neighbor, find some plumbers that people recommend, call each one. Pretty much everyone was said that they, it's your faucet, if it's not a high-end faucet, like in, when you spent money on, which we did not because we did a cheap renovation to this house, that you just have to buy a whole new faucet.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that was eight
1: years ago, trying to even, so I get online and try to find my faucet so that they could still match. Oh, uh-huh impossible right especially because like they're all sorts of pricing so go to amazon find the cheapest uh antique bronze finish that semi matches Mm -hmm. order a bunch i ordered two of each because i think well maybe i'll have the plumber just replace both right and then it they match yeah well (laughs) i ended up being even cheaper because i let i I just replaced mine. Had the plumber came, he replaced just mine. Um, it's fine. It's something you would never think twice. It's in our master. So band. it looks
2: similar
0: enough. It's similar
1: have... enough. Yes, it's very. It is very. But you bought similar. the
2: cheapest faucet you
0: f- could find. Yes. Does it feel like it's so? We don't
1: care about. No, it's doesn't yucky so like in my hand. In okay. another eight years, you're gonna have to replace it again. But we. This is. I am thinking we are not gonna make it to eight more years in this house, so it's fine. That was where my head was. But you could always
2: reuse. Yeah, take it with you. Buy something you love and use it in your new house.
1: Yes. mm, Yes. How cheap is a cheap faucet? I don't just don't have a forty dollars.
2: That is cheap.
1: I know. Well, Home Depot's weren't even that cheap. So, so I because I was going to go to Home Depot and just pick one out that was like similar, but then this one on Amazon looked more similar to the one I own already. That's uh on the other sink in the same. Uh So I decided. Hey, 40 to do months? it. And the plumber thought it was fine. He didn't because I was like this, this plumber too have cheap. Because plumbers
2: have the best taste.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm not going by visual at this point, okay? The visual not to was set. plumbers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't like, oh no this will start dropping water tomorrow so why even put this in? All right, yeah. interesting. So he was like, yeah, it's fine. And I was like well as long as it, uh, it works at okay. this point. So that was my story. I fixed it. By finding a plumber, and uh-huh. I was very proud um, of myself, oh, girl, so oh, my, me and David was like, "It's going to cost a thousand dollars to fix." And I was like, "Oh my God,
2: men, mm. men are like that. Mm-hmm. They are the sky is
0: falling when it comes to something so, that needs to be fixed. My dad used to always tell me the story. Well, maybe it was my mom, actually. It, one of my parents used to tell the story because in their first apartment, like right right after they got married, their kitchen sink was leaking. And so my dad tried to fix it because why wouldn't you know,
1: he? He's a man. Yeah, That's before YouTube.
3: Yes,
0: mm-hmm. this is before YouTube, and um, it to use your words, it did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had to call the plumber, and the plumber told my mom, "Now, if you had called me before mm-hmm. your husband tried to fix this, it would have cost half the price. Uh, but because your husband decided he was handy, it now." was a much difficult more difficult fix. Mm. So my dad used to always use that story to get out of work. <laughs> well and also just <laughs> to brilliant. say it's brilliant. maybe just try to fix it once the right way instead mm-hmm. of thinking you can do something that you really is above your pay grade. Um, also your David reminds me of my father-in-law who once told his wife, "I have a law degree. I can certainly cut my son's hair." <laughs>
2: <laughs> and- <laughs> That is so funny, because I have a friend who's an attorney, and his wife hired a designer to do their home, and he was complaining, 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 you're spending my money, and I said to him, how would you feel if your client said that to you? This is a professional doing your home, making it beautiful for you to live in every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's doing a job that she's trained for, yeah. just like you do when you go to work. Do your clients say, you're spending my money? No. They're glad that you're helping them not spend more money on mistakes. What did he say? He shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Karen. That's right. I schooled him. You did school him.
1: Uh, My anyway. friends
2: love me so much.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they invite me all the time. Just, yeah. Don't be dismal decorators.
0: No, I just don't get invited to dinner as much I as I used to happening. I'm so lonely. What's the <laughs> All
1: right. Anywho, sorry. So we was... love David.
0: He is great. Yeah, but maybe was... he shouldn't try to be a blubber. <laughs> yeah. My trial. He does very well in his career and just reminds him of that. That's right. Honey, you are great at what you do.
1: I appreciate it, right? It's one of those where they tell you people that are well off, it's because they don't waste money. (laughs) And so I think that's where he comes. I think that's where Where he's he's coming coming from. from. is like, why waste money on something? And where I, in this case, think it's important to get a leak. Fixed correctly. Yeah. So
2: And you did it.
1: Yes. I mean
0: yeah. I, I'm I'm teasing I you. Someone. But also yeah. my husband does the same thing. So I really can't cr- criticize,
2: but it's a reminder to you and myself as well. So that's why I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to look at a problem in your house and admit you can't fix it. Yeah. I often get irritated with myself. Like, why am I not doing that myself? Right. And
0: some things I don't seem- know how. <laughs> some things seem minor. Yeah. But are like still leak. above to your me, pay To me, like it's, yeah. it's
1: just dripping like right. into the sink, not down the walls. It's dripping into the sink. Why mm-hmm. is this not easier? Yeah. True. So I learned a lesson. If you don't have a high end faucet, you just have to replace the whole thing.
0: Got it. See? Yikes. Good to know. Yeah.
1: It well, is yeah. good to know.
0: I know. What is your triumph? Wait. Um, yes. My, that was the trial.
1: It was a trial. But, I it ended positive because I found a plumber that wasn't $1,000. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep his number. I went and then share it with nice. us if, if we have the same he problem. He had to, like, fu- literally take out a drill and um, sand the actual stone, my top, my oh, countertop, really? to make the uh-huh. hole bigger to, to angle it. That's why it was leaking, he said. So, oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or part of the reason. And um, my triumph would be that I fixed our garbage disposal. Yourself? Yes. YouTube? Oh. N- YouTube, yes. Ooh. But that was easier. So I broke a glass. A piece fell down there into the garbage disposal. I thought I got all the glass out. Obviously, I didn't because then I, like, flipped the switch and it made the... <laughs> the whole, yeah. It made the... Where it stuck. Oh. So... It was stuck so there's a reset button on the bottom but that's for electricity not mm. for actually fixing it <laughs> so i call the number on the garbage disposal and they tell they they're like we will send you a video of how to fix it this is what you need to do awesome all you need is uh what's that wrench called allen wrench the one that's yeah, it is an Allen. A little shaped like an L. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're like use this size of Allen wrench in the bottom and twist. And what it does is it, loo- it you're cranking and moving the gears underneath. Uh-huh. And f- I, I thought that would make it drop. I don't know why you're like it. Just it seems because where you put the Allen wrench is on the bottom side. Uh-huh. So you think. But if I do that, will the whole thing just, like, fall? Right. And all it is is you're just moving the actual blades. Mm, Like, so, manually. So you just keep cranking until it actually loosens. So I did that, and um, I went back in and got out a a little few more pieces of glass that obviously got under the blades. And, of course, again, this is one where David's like, we're going to have to buy a new disposal, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, (laughs) he's chicken little. (laughs) he is right he is chicken little. so anyway i did fix it and so that was when i did myself good and it girl. worked and i was very proud of myself good
0: job my Thank my yuck. advice clearly did not age well because you just watched you you watched the right. video and then
1: <laughs> fix it yourself the manufacturer and sent me the video it oh, was right. on their website too but they were like just watch this video it shows how you crank it now if, if i had cranked it and it had not done anything then it would have been <laughs> yeah the but i'm glad stuff. i'm glad that it worked so good minor job. related, but i want to <laughs> my try and Triumph are both related to needing a plumber, but one, of, I won. So Anybody
2: <laughs> doesn't believe we should use our garbage disposal, which I don't understand. I put I, everything in the garbage disposal. I love disposal. putting things Same. in the garbage disposal. I also don't like putting food in the trash. I don't compost. Yeah. It stinks. It right. stinks. And he thinks it's really bad and disgusting and gross. And I don't understand it. Well, you know, he grew up in New York and they didn't allow garbage disposals. Mm. Um and before their sewage, oh. first their sewage treatment plants can handle or something. I don't know. Now I think they allow it. But um, yeah, he hmm. doesn't like me to put anything in it. So I have to do it when he's not around, which I do all the time. Interesting mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. Joe Mooney. Weirdo. Yeah, that's strange. And Martha Stewart, I believe, says put lemons in there so it'll, you know, mm-hmm. like freshen it up. Yeah, although he I tried that once. He that rinds it. are bad to put in it.
0: Yeah, I tried that once and, and it didn't,
2: didn't.
0: Well, it just... I didn't notice a big difference and the rind got all messed up. It didn't I think like go away. It's the acid you know? art
2: too that helps. Mm. Mm. Don't know. Love lemons. Like it, Do you know what? We should have Martha on and ask her.
0: I, I would love to have Martha on. If anyone listening has Martha's contact information, get her. Yes. Have please her call us. put us in contact with her so we can have her on. She can, she can answer all these questions yes, for us. we need her. Yeah, we need her expertise. Who's next?
1: I can go. Okay. Who's more excited? You both don't look like you want to tell yours.
2: I have I have a lot. Many
0: things well, have been happening. You only
1: get to pick one of each. So. Oh man!
0: I was going to break the rules too and just talk about my whole bedroom, which has do both it. trials and triumphs. Do it, do it. Okay, of you small go. Small and a large sorts. Conundrum. Yes. Well, I just I have added things. I have done some projects, and I also still have some things that I need that I don't.
2: No. When what last you spoke of your bedroom, you had just purchased a dresser, some long yes. drawer thing, two drawer things you put yes. together that didn't have a trim on them. Yes. Okay,
0: that is correct. This is the it last. It works we know. great, and it and covered
2: it, up. I bet it covered up that wallpaper spot that was it the did not. It was on the wallpaper. other wall. Oh.
0: <laughs> but I'll get something to cover that eventually. Okay. Um, well, so we have this huge now expansive drawers which is great i have jewelry and books and stuff displayed on it but i need some lamps to put on it and i have been as you can imagine very particular about what i want this is a very boxy room and then the dresser is really boxy so i wanted something very curvy as the lamp um and you want two lamps or two lamps Mm -hmm. a pair and it needs to be pretty tall because the bookshelf is so wide uh-huh. mm-hmm. that I think to balance that out, it needs to be taller. Uh-huh. The two dressers side by side are probably 120 inches long. Right. So having it two short, difference. stumpy lamps is mm-hmm. going to look real weird. Mm-hmm. But finding a lamp that I like that is over 30 inches tall and if not $1,000 is – Really hard. Yes. I'm finding it to be very challenging. Um, and I want it to be kind of a dark color or finish of some sort because, you know, the room
2: is all blue. There aren't a lot of light items in it. And Are so, you looking at vintage? I was looking at everything. Do you look at that estate uh, estatesale.org?
0: I didn't, but I actually already bought something. Oh. So, and I'm going to tell you about it. So, I um, we have a new lamp that we just came out with called the Bren double gourd lamp. It's not, you know, it's like just a two- Gourds, elongated, two humps. humps. It's navy. Is it lovely lady lumps? (laughs) It 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 has a great silhouette. It's very (laughs) Mm curvy. Yes. Um, It's not, I don't like, I don't love it, but it's, I think, just what this room needs. We'll see. I just picked them up from the store, but what I did, I'm being really. It's um, navy okay, blue, and it's just glossy kind of ceramic, mm-hmm. um, and it comes with a drum shade, I think, but I elected to n- buy it without the shade mm-hmm. because I want – I'm pretty sure I want more of a gray shade mm-hmm. because I don't want to have this –
2: white against the, wall.
0: against the wall and my great mm-hmm. Roman shade. So I'm being mm-hmm. really particular. But also, I'm going to try to, and this is my activity after lunch, I have to go to the shade store. Um, but I want, the sh- the actual lamp is only about 30 inches tall, but I really want it to be taller than that. So my thought was, I can get a much more, um, a taller shade and a more exaggerated sort of empire shape mm-hmm. and get a new harp to take it from, I think it's 28 to like
2: 33 or 34. So, so. our shades aren't so exaggerated. They're, we don't have what you want because they're Correct. not – They're really more standard size. Yes. So you're getting something very specialty. Yes. Interesting. We'll see if they have what I need. Um, What about a but, navy shade with the navy lamp?
0: Hmm. I could. And, and I did think about that. In but
1: a weird like blend.
0: I need more light in that room so I don't want to go too dark. But gray will be dark yeah. out. Well, light, I was thinking like thinking. a mid-tone gray. Oh, okay. You know, lighter mm-hmm. to mid-tone gray. Just not start white. Can you start use a
1: print in there? Just asking,
0: I could. I'm not opposed to it. I'm going to take it to the just store. You
1: don't have too many prints in there, correct? Like correct. You have textures. You have a lot of texture, but you don't mm-hmm. have prints.
0: But it's the size that I'm being really particular about, mm-hmm. and I just That's feel like fair. in That's that size to find, I'm yeah. gonna. It, they're gonna be not a ton of options. Yeah, but we'll see. I'll let y'all. I'll keep y'all posted. I'm curious, but I also wanted to tell you about um. I so I, I mentioned in my last. Trials and Triumphs that I went to the outlet and I got a bunch of stuff for the man cave art studio downstairs. But while I was there, I had been eyeing this quilt that we came out with last fall and I just never got around to buying it because, you know, I had so many other things I was buying, but it's called the Margot Slubby Velvet. i looked at that
2: quilt too. It looks really yummy. It's so
0: pretty. And I am obsessed i don't know why i never bought a velvet quilt before but it's so heavy have you ever heard about weighted blankets (laughs) oh we own
2: them in my house it's like a
0: weighted weighted blanket because it's so thick and heavy and it's just so soft i've already washed it multiple times see i was where are you using yeah is it on your bed my master on my king bed not too warm no what color did you get well i got it in spa and it actually looks really good in this room because it kind of reads more green Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so it's with it, all your blue with all it my navies somehow makes
1: it feel more green yeah that seems are weird are you putting it, it at the end of your bed or it covers all your, no, Co- like your bed no it's like the cover it is your it is it your is bed your your nice cover. yes for I have a duvet logo. also okay. got it
0: okay. Margo that I'm, that I'm writing up it up. down i might want to yes I'm, I'm obsessed I'm with, with it I highly recommend to everyone and it has like a really pretty sheen to it and it's also
2: maybe nice for winter you know you might just keep it in winter and then switch out to your Cotton summer
0: coverlet? So in the summer I had a I have a light white um mm-hmm. just coverlet that yeah. I use in the summer. Um yeah. because I, I have
2: yeah. But I've been getting chilly. But we have a down thing, but then I'm too hot. So maybe this is the perfect solution.
0: <laughs> yeah, I um I'm obsessed with it and I, I like that it's so heavy. It seems weird to want a heavy blanket, but it the I'm I'm on board with the weighted blanket yes. concept.
2: Well, um, my son got one for Christmas because my other son got one for his dorm and is so obsessed with it that he insisted on getting his brother one for Christmas. That's cute. The way to like mm-hmm.
0: Well, anyway, if any, I found it at the outlet. It was very exciting because um, it was a good deal. And I think that there are very few times where you are looking to buy something very specific. There's only one quilt that I wanted. Uh-huh,
2: this and one. then it happened to and be And there happened to
0: be one in my size and color at the outlet. And there was only one of this collection. You lucked out, girl. I know. I was living right. It was very, very exciting. And then, okay, last thing from this room, Will has been bothering me ever since we moved in. He's like, when are we going to hang our art? You don't like any of our art. You want to hang it back up. But I just wanted to really know exactly where I wanted to put it. I didn't want to just put it up willy-nilly. I wanted to have a plan. And I just hadn't wrapped my head around where everything was going. But we finally, and I was slightly nervous about hanging it on the grass cloth. Yes, Mm -hmm. But we hung up all of our art. It's all sentimental stuff. Drawings, wills done for me, like family photos. Um, I have an old picture of my grandfather. We have some just family stuff. So it's like all the sentimental things that I wouldn't have, I think are are nice to have in the bedroom. It makes it feel more like a special spot just for you. Yeah. But also it looks amazing. Those, the art all hung on the blue, it really makes Ooh, it pop. I so I'll, I'll share some photos, but That's I was excited exciting. about that. It. I bet exciting. it does. Yeah,
1: Compared on a white wall, I bet it really just like
0: highlights And I sort it. of left some, um, you know, they're all different shapes and sizes and frames, and I've left some sort of empty spots, which if you're looking at the photos, you may think, why is there a big blank spot over here? But it's because I know I'm going to build on it, and yes. so I didn't want to – I wanted to kind of condense them to leave empty room. Sure. So that we would have later. Yeah, exactly. So anywho. Sorry, I know that was very long winded and a lot of friends. No, that things, sounds really
2: fun though. You It's a lot starting of to come
0: together. The only thing I need now is a rug, and I'm just really
2: struggling on it. Did you take we have a couple new rugs that yeah. we were working with a week or two ago. Oh I I we this were weekend. trying to force Caroline to take them home and look at them in her room. <laughs> before I they mentioned go off to it the to Will shoot. and he was like, Ugh. just take both of those two home. Yeah. We won't discuss what they are yet. Okay. But later you can talk about that. The only thing good.
0: is I really want a rug before July. Why? It's yeah. around the corner.
1: <laughs> it is. That's six months away. It is around the corner in not the wrong. grand
0: scheme of things. it yeah.
1: Probably will be here before you know yes. it. Yes. True. But I understand. <laughs> I want something
2: now. <laughs> okay. Karen, over to you. Okay. So Vern Yip inspired me to tidy up. Some papers in my house, mm-hmm. you know, he. If you guys looked at his book or bought it and obsessed over it like I did, and you listen to the podcast, he talked about boxes with hinges mm-hmm. and putting them in places where you see things accumulating, mm-hmm. whether it's a pile of remotes or a, your mail by the door. Or in my case, uh, where Joe Mooney sits at the bar counter in my kitchen and works, he has an office which sometimes he works in, but when he for the most part, he sits at our kitchen island and works there, and so a little pile of papers will accumulate there, and I don't like them there. Well, when we're when the day is done and it's time for dinner or it's time or people yeah. will come over, whatever, there's really nowhere to, for them to go. Right. So I'll pick them up and put them like in the laundry closet, and then you have to remember to put them back. And he doesn't like it that they've moved and things like that because they're in order, and I totally appreciate that. So. I, for Christmas, wanted to give him, I told him about the vernia by and He was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Sure. I don't know if he was actually listening <laughs> when to I honey. told him. Whatever <laughs> you want, honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I began a search for a box. The perfect box. The perfect box. I would have settled for any box. I really had a struggle finding a box that could hold an eight and a half by 11 paper. So we have some really pretty boxes. We have one with agate on it. I love it. Did it come in eight and a half by 11? No. It comes, in, it's more like a remote size box. Mm-hmm. I looked everywhere, you guys. First of all, boxes are expensive. It's crazy.
0: See, I'm so glad you're bringing this up yeah. because I've been looking for a box too for my entryway because of Vernip. So they're I found this they're, they're crazy
2: expensive. None of them are under a hundred bucks. Some of them, Jeez. I found one I really liked. There are a lot of little cups. It was, I believe, around $700
1: and there is no Way. that's because they're just as hard to make yes they're as but hard they're to small. make as so you a expect, piece of furniture you expect yes that's the problem the size reads as why are you not cheaper because of materials but it's just the, the labor, labor is in there right to cut the corners it's the same them. with
2: framing art you yeah, know our art merchant yeah. told us small art is expensive you think for the price but it's the same labor it's all the same materials mm-hmm. to frame an item small or big same work Mm -hmm. So any hoozles, I discovered this auction site called Live Auctioneers. It's in a little app or you can do it online. And they have all kinds of things on there that they auction. It's either it can be like government repossessions or it can be an estate sale or there's dealers, all kinds of stuff. So it's all these different people auctioning stuff off on here. So I just started searching for box. And so I did find a box that I ordered for Joe. And gave it to him for Christmas. He was nonplussed, of course. He was like, Thanks for the box, lady. But um, <laughs> it's very pretty. It's vintage. It's carved and it was maybe seventy-five dollars. So
1: I was And if it it's eight was and pleased half by it eleven. F-
2: it fits eight and a half by eleven paper. Except Oh gosh. There's no hinge? It has a hinge. No. I was very careful about the hinge. It's not tall enough. So oh. right, it's only, I'd say, inside about an inch deep. I know. And I really need probably two inches deep probably ideally at least four inches what happens deep. when those papers accumulate and well he's not he's not a big accumulator okay. you know? I mean, well, that's good. He, he doesn't make giant piles but it's it's a good half inch one inch too short so what's happening now is that he's got the box that has papers in it and then he has papers on top
1: so <laughs> that, oh, that's no. not so it's a bit of me. a fail yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. and so i told him that i'm like honey this is my bad. I, failed. but uh, So I've begun a new search for a new box, which I haven't found. I ha- Just out of curiosity, did you already say how much the box? It was about 75 bucks. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, what I have discovered on this auctioneer site is that there are big boxes called Bible boxes, I guess, for when people had one Bible ah. in their family and you kept it in a box and traveled around with it or whatever. So I'm going to start looking at those to see if... But I don't want something real dark. My kitchen's all white.
0: Yeah.
2: So anyway, that was a fail. So... My Triumph, I'm going to add right now. I had other ones, but speaking of my white kitchen. So I've had this tiered stand in my kitchen to hold veggies. You mm-hmm. know, it's wire.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And it's from Ballard. It's artichoke thing. It has an artichoke shape yeah, on top. Yeah, it's like
1: circa 2000. Yes. It's
2: not current. We might still sell them. I don't even know. Don't know. And I bought it really for the utilitarian use of it to put my veggies in. I have hated it <laughs> 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 since I got it because it's black it's not black but dark mm. in my white kitchen and to me it just stuck out like a sore thumb couldn't mm-hmm. stand it so I went to the Ace Hardware and I got the matte white paint and I painted it and now I'm so happy the end <laughs> ninety nine later and four years <laughs> don't you love it but it's the kind of thing where like why did I do that five years ago yeah but I'm so happy I'm I have glad. no idea if it's food safe, but the things I'm putting in there are onion, garlic, potatoes, things that I'll peel. scrub or peel. Mm-hmm. That's so,
0: good, mm-hmm.
1: right? So very uh, it's exciting, a fresh Great.
0: Night.
2: Spray paint can
0: really change your oh, life. Totally, life changing. Yeah, totally. Well, I love some spray good stuff. Paint. Good for
2: you. Yes. I'm very proud of you. Thanks.
0: Mm-hmm. i remind me never to eat though, like um, something a, that apple. you don't peel yet, <laughs> an apple i just hear my it. stomach growl super loud. Sorry. That was really loud. You that should was. eat. And I have headphones on. They're like noise-canceling <laughs> and headphones, and I still heard it. Wow. Okay. Felt it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with the box. I found the same thing. I was honestly shocked when I was looking for a box. For the prices. Why, I, I, They're I, expensive everywhere. Who on this planet would spend $200 on a box? The fact that someone sells one for $700 I
2: think is absolutely nuts. I would. Yeah. I was slightly tempted because it fit the bill. It was beautiful. It was covered in a chagrin, which I think is so pretty. And and then I was I got a reality check and hit myself in the face and said, No, you can't spend that money of a child in college. <laughs> so I did not.
0: Yeah. Okay. If anyone out there listening has a good source for inexpensive boxes, please
2: let us mm-hmm. know because
1: nice yes. looking ones. Yeah. Yeah. well, see, I think that's yeah. I even like went I, to Home
2: Goods and everything. I went, ever to Tuesday Morning and Richard's Variety Store, and those are stores in Atlanta, you guys. And um,
1: couldn't find one. I'm telling you, I made boxes in college in my furniture class. That was the first project: make a box. But did it turn out well? It was gorgeous. Where would you, you still have it? I, it I still you? have it. Yes. Could it I
2: commission you to build me a box? I, but
1: um, that's where I was getting is I would charge two hundred. It takes some time. You got. I would all those pay two hundred for the right box. I would pay two hundred.
2: All right, because I can't find it, and I, whip I want up a box.
1: It. Yeah, whip you up, a and box. I know that you would do good quality, Taryn. Oh, it would be. <laughs> well, I'll even let you pick out the wood you want. I would probably have it. You can right. have a little cottage industry here. <laughs> it's called Just Box <laughs>
0: <laughs> Taryn's Boxes.
1: Taryn's Boxes. Dream come true. I feel like you could
2: work <laughs> on a better name.
1: Oh, you can, can have, have a, a consult later. Can't you? Okay. Thank you. We'll, we'll a logo and <laughs> Perfect.
0: Stuff. All right. Well, I we have yammered on for quite some time. So, so I think it's sorry, time to get guys. to our guests. Let's get to our guests. Yes. We are so excited to have our guest today. His name is Kevin Ogara, and he is an Atlanta designer. He has a blog called Thou Swell, and you, your Instagram sort of exploded with popularity, and I think, well, I think it's because of your amazing taste mm-hmm. and style. You are, well, we'll get to this later, but you're, you're rather young, but you always decorate with very traditional pieces but you do it in a way that's really fresh and young and I think it um is it's interesting to me that you have this love of classic pieces that you know a lot of people would think of as being like old or fuddy-duddy or like too traditional but you mix them all together in a way that's youthful and different and surprising and I think well I think that's why your Instagram is so popular (laughs) but
2: I don't know what you ladies think welcome
3: Thank you. Yes, welcome. I'm so excited to be here.
2: <laughs> well, we're excited to have you. Let's get to the fact that
3: he's 12 years old.
2: <laughs> Karen would like to start. Thank we just have this. to get this out of the way. I have Karen to get is... it out of the way because and I mean, met look at his skin. The light year, hits it, and I, I know want it. you're glowing, positively glowing. <laughs> <laughs> <It's gross. laughs> I met you maybe a year more than a year ago because uh, you were interning for Suzanne Kessler, right? Yes, exactly. At one of our photo shoots. Yes, mm-hmm. and. Was just struck with how young you were, but I didn't know at the time because I'm not cool and in the know. Like that, you have this whole blog and uh, you know, this, you uh, design business, right? Is it a business?
3: Yes. Okay. I would call it a business. Right. At the
2: time, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. When did you actually start a business?
3: Um, I think from the very beginning, I was focused on monetizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm have an entrepreneurial streak that like in 3rd grade I was selling art to my classmates <laughs> so
0: your own art <laughs> that's cool yes. okay.
3: so I've always found ways to um, turn like things that I'm interested in into a business and so I knew the blog was an opportunity to do that when besides did you start being the blog? something I loved I started so- as as a sophomore in high school okay but before that I was on Tumblr which was kind of it was just Kind of like Pinterest, I collected a lot of inspirational photos. So I had been sort of blogging, just photo blogging Mm -hmm. before that. Mm. Um, And then started coming across these lifestyle blogs, a lot of them based out of LA and New York. And um, I was interested in photography and graphic design. And so I thought, well, I'll just try this out myself. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So where did you get content as a 15-year-old?
3: I definitely was looking at a lot of um, shelter magazines and their websites and finding home tours and rooms on Pinterest that I loved. And so it did start out with me just collecting inspiration and writing about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I was always wanting to share my own content because I loved photography and design. So I started out doing like little do-it-yourself projects and, Mm -hmm. um, photographing things around the house. And then I would style vignettes and then I styled rooms. So it just kind of built upon itself.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what would you, how would you describe your design, your style?
3: Um, I think it is rooted in classics like Mm -hmm. Caroline mentioned. Um, but I like to give things a playful twist and I think being young, has been a great asset in terms of I'm open to new ideas and I like to I like to communicate my perspective through my design, so making things a little bit more fresh and young and playful um but still you know keeping to my roots in traditional design because I think those silhouettes are never going to go out of style, so yeah, that has always been the foundation of my design work. And then building on that and giving it a little edge with contrast and updated colors and textures and everything.
2: So is that sort of the key to it, the the edge with contrast and color?
3: I think so, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Because it definitely feels, to me, so fresh and... Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say the word youthful because I don't feel like as a 50 year old, I can't have fresh things, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it does. It. There's some yeah. some energy or something to it that it really is very uh, appealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, I think too, it's, you know, if you see, if you have something in your own collection, like say someone that's following your Instagram, like maybe you have a Federalist mirror, but you have it in a room that, you know, has a very. I don't know, traditional chinoiserie wallpaper and you've got a English roll arm couch and you've got a new shack rug, all of that together, you know, you kind of get it stuck in traditional, but maybe you style your Federalist mirror with a acrylic something and a, you know, one of your own rugs, which we'll get to (laughs) in a little bit. And I think being able, it's sometimes hard with your own things, especially, I think, to think outside the box until you see something like what Mm -hmm. you've designed that, Mm -hmm reminds you like oh i can
2: i could do that i can have fun with mm-hmm. that yeah. Yeah. yeah the word irreverence i don't know why yeah. that keeps like banging around in my head but i think you're saying what you're saying is that, like often we get so tied to what we think that something should be i always wear these shoes with this outfit so i need to wear these shoes with this outfit mm-hmm. and right. then you're like wait a minute everybody around me is wearing like a booty with this outfit what am i doing <laughs> and then you put that on and suddenly everything feels so fresh right right, right? and i that? think
3: that's the one of the big things that um i kind of one I think that my style um is successful at is that when I do take a piece that's older and it's in a room full of more contemporary pieces you're going to notice that piece so much more so if oh, there is a federal mirror in a traditional room it's just going to blend in because everything's the same style and it's all um it all just kind of sits back into itself but when it's mm-hmm. the statement piece in the room because everything else you know has cleaner lines then you're going to notice that piece so much more and it makes it So much more impactful, I think.
1: So I have a question. I know you, you know, you were interested in this, again, as a child or in high school or whatever. (laughs)
3: Like
1: an adult. (laughs) Did you grow up with, you know, this mixed look around you? Did you uh, get it from your parents? Like, Mm -hmm. where do you think this is coming from?
3: I grew up with a, it was mostly traditional design. Pretty, um, like a lot of ballard pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, I would always go to the out with my mom. But
0: that's awesome. Last <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah.
3: Um, but it, I think it, it mm-hmm. was um, really my own inspiration that I found online and through blogging and through Pinterest and mm. other sources that I um, really leaned into the more modern aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And at first, um, I really did like all modern, like really minimalist. And then I got back to... Mm -hmm. my roots with the traditional design and then it became like a mix of both so I think since I grew up with traditional at first I just went the opposite direction and then I came back to both and kind of was able to mix them together in a way that was more authentic than one side or the other
2: have you had to do um is this what you studied in college a little bit. <laughs> uh, have you had to do any research on the history of things and that kind of thing to mm-hmm. understand the the why of, of provenance to make them work together or does that
3: matter? Um, so that's funny because I, I went to Cornell's design program for one and a half years and then their hotel school for one and a half years. And one thing that kind of bothered me about design school was that they really wanted to teach you like why colors work together or why like this you know layout or you know the the logistics of things and it sounds a little obnoxious maybe but for me a lot of that came very naturally mm-hmm, and
1: mm-hmm. it wasn't
3: something i had to necessarily analyze and i think it's important to understand all of that in order to know why it makes sense in my head even if i don't need to study at first but um i think if it doesn't come naturally it's it's not necessarily the right field for you
0: <laughs> right true <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. No we struggle we've mentioned this so many times but that's like we I think the first podcast we had with Miles Red, um, that's basically what he said. It was like, I tried all these other things and then interior design was just something that like I just, it was so easy and I just kept going back to it and mm-hmm. it just felt so natural that it just became kind of like I had to be doing that because yeah. I was doing it even when I wasn't doing it professionally, I guess. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure you said it much more eloquently (laughs) than that, but... Mm -hmm. That was
1: perfect. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I want to know, because this is always a fun question, what was... Can you describe your childhood room? (laughs) If you were involved. What age would that be? He can pick. Okay.
3: Well, my first room that was, like, really mine, my mom did, and it had... Um, I think the color of the walls was um, peanut shell. Mm. So it was like a tan, tan walls. And um, I had twin beds with tan stripes on the coverlets and um, this big half circle block print from Ballard that was like an Italian castle kind of from above.
2: (laughs) Interesting. Wait, that was bedding?
3: No, it was on the wall. wall.
2: On the wall. Okay. On the oh, wall. Oh, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. You do know? Yeah, those plaques. They were half-round half oh, plaques yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, of, um, of castles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: This was hung it? over the bed? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like over the headboard mm-hmm. part. Yeah. I wish okay. I could remember the name of this. Yeah. So
3: it'll come to me. And the best part was one year for Christmas, I got a disco ball. <laughs> so like I hung how old that above. when you got disco ball? Um, probably eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. So that was hanging above my bed's. I love it. <laughs> Juxtaposition
0: right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> cool. it's perfect.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. And living in a peanut shell. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Do you have a peanut allergy?
3: No. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. I
1: really thought he was going to continue from there because I had headboards as a little child that were elephants. And that your daddy made. That my daddy made. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this anyway. But if the walls of the peanut shell would oh been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. They were not. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> so how many times have you redone your bedroom?
3: Oh, I can't even count. I mean, me and my mom rearranged furniture for fun. Like, we were in several rentals where we would just, on the weekend, just rearrange the living room because why not yeah (laughs) it also we would always joke because we'd move the furniture and then see how dusty it was underneath and we'd be like this is actually really good for the house because we can clean
0: (laughs) so much better if you move
3: the furniture like we're not getting that dust if we don't move everything
2: true
0: True. so we
3: tried so many different layouts in every room
2: do you feel like rooms have more than one successful layout i think so ideal one, but
3: i think there there is one that feels best and it's so personal it's like how you use the room and how Mm -hmm. the light comes in and how um how many like when what time of day do you even use the room so it depends on who you are and how you live in that space but I think there tended to be one that we would stick with that would be like oh this feels right like Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah
3: it hasn't felt this good yet and then we'd leave it there
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting because I I mean I I feel like in my mind, my philosophy around decorating is that there are hundreds of ways you can do anything, right? Like mm-hmm. if you give a hundred designers the same color palette in the same room, they would come up with a hundred unique, dec- you know, right. designs for that room. Yeah. But I think I do think you're right, and and once in all of my spaces, once I've landed on a layout, mm-hmm. I pretty much never change it. Yeah. I may change the pieces, I may rearrange where things are, but. The basic layout is the same, uh-huh. but so that it's like those two ideas are sort of in contrast. Like they don't, yeah, you know. But there's
2: an ideal,
3: yeah, way
0: for
2: the furniture be- to be the
0: big pieces of furniture, to yeah. Be arranged. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, For yeah. Me. like your side tables and little things like that. Mm-hmm. You can always move around. Yeah, right.
1: So Caroline has really dusty corners. Yeah, yeah. oh, one hundred percent. I feel like you just moved in, Caroline. Are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
0: that's... just put those pieces there. I <laughs> <laughs> see. I'm... But if you don't ever move them, you never see the dust. Yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> so I have
1: so many pieces too because I'm a maximalist. So I feel like when I put mine move. Yearly too, because of like putting in the Christmas tree, for instance, oh, yeah. like to shift every, so now this sofa has to move here and this chair has mm-hmm. to move over here. And so I have to move everything. And sometimes you end up liking your layout better. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, and we switch where our sofa is facing the TV, like twice a year. Cause I just like to what, walk into the so room So either facing the TV or facing what? Or like to the side, like 90 degrees from the yeah. TV. So I like change that position. Like a few times a year, just because okay. I like walking into the room differently. Because mm-hmm. one way you walk, based behind, on the season. Nah, I,
0: like, do you change it, it to like light. a summer? In it a, does change the <laughs> light.
1: No, not not like or just oh, no, it, it is summertime. Time to move the sofa. i will just okay. like <laughs> she gets bored. I get bored, so I do. too. <laughs> ch- I like I'll move around all the furniture in a room. It's fun sure. to
3: see a room differently and feel like your house is different because. The pieces have oh, moved yeah. a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's like we were saying. Like we'd love to just take everything you own, literally, and just put it in a nice little like big old pile, and then like redecorate, re-decorate your. Own oh clothes. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's that Suzanne used to talk about that, or I don't know if it was on a podcast or where where it was, but she said she would take all of her clients' accessories, yes. put them on the dining table when she's installing the house, and then that's like her shop. From shop. Where, from yeah, where? and then she'll shop from that as she's styling mm-hmm. everything else. But
1: I
2: should probably do that yeah. with all my accessories.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: can oh, we come I'm and watch and drink very
3: refreshed the house <laughs> oh yeah it. Uh-huh. yeah
1: i would love to watch you do it too oh. like just watch oh, you walk oh, i thought around you meant watch pieces. suzanne do it no so that <laughs> would also be impressive. <laughs> no, i, I want to just sit
0: it. in suzanne's dining room as she shops <laughs> <laughs> and, her drink her while she and drink she decorates well you probably <laughs> watched her do that yeah you? that's true tell us about A it what are the what's the tea on suzanne yeah
3: It was such a fun office to be in and I learned so much working in her office and some of the funnest funnest things that we did me and the other intern my first summer there went to go measure some pieces at her house and so (laughs) we just walked around a little bit and looked Mm -hmm. in the room. Did you open her closet? No. Did you
2: open her medicine cabinet? No. Okay. <laughs> good. You can't so attract it. Even if you
1: could. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's not a good idea. Don't I saw test. that wing. <laughs> I mean I when I'm in other people's houses I do go through their drawers. But not Suzanne's. I, I did not do it there. <laughs> you just couldn't. You mean
2: strangers or clients or when you're at a like party? Like if I'm a
3: house guest i okay. love looking through people's stuff
2: <laughs> in the guest room i gotta think about We're what's out in my the guest about. room
0: drawer
3: i don't know it could be anywhere
2: you gotta <laughs> be careful i'm very careful about my guest room there's nothing in there that is it incriminating that, nothing that, that's not that's too personal yeah do you know what i mean i don't even really like a guest room's closet to have any clothing of mine in it.
0: Tara's thinking about her own guest closet
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>
1: so sorry <laughs> to your
2: guest you're saying
1: they don't have room to hang one thing oh that's not nice
2: (laughs) what if they have to hang something
1: I don't know I feel bad (laughs) that's why I'm laughing yes no it's true
2: because when I go to somebody's house I feel a little awkward if I have to hang my things with
1: their clothes no I get it
3: I love seeing how people live you do
1: That you're so funny I know I'm weird, okay. I have a question because I noticed in your work and looking at the stuff you post and such that wallpaper is like a major mm-hmm. thing you love.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what are some do's and don'ts with wallpaper <laughs> that you've learned along the way? Oh, I
3: like. Well, one fun. thing I always come back to is doing one wall with wallpaper and an accent wall, yes, really. yeah, and a lot of people, the accent wall is controversial.
2: <laughs> just don't call it, that, <laughs> yeah, <right?
3: laughs> yeah, exactly. but um. Sometimes people get very nervous around wallpaper because um, it either feels outdated or too bold or too colorful. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a scary concept for a and lot of people. people.
2: think it's a commitment, which yes. these days it's not as yeah, much because exactly. it's so easy to remove.
3: Um, but the one wall trick is not overwhelming and um, it makes it feel a little bit more contemporary and doesn't overwhelm the room and um and I also work a lot with removable wallpaper which they make in any pattern mm-hmm. now and so it's so easy to take up and down. So
1: do you do it yourself? Yeah I was gonna say yes. Okay. So it's, you put it up and take it down by
3: yourself. Or um, have you? I haven't taken any down. <laughs> you just leave it because it's so yeah. Awesome. yeah. And well, I actually hard. I left it in my uh, apartment at school and they ended up taking it down. And complained about it so much, but really? it was, yeah, it was an issue. But um, I thought that the next people who lived there would like it.
2: <laughs> was it the easy to remove kind?
3: It was supposed to be, but the apartment had just been constructed. And so I think the something was weird with the walls where it was like sticking mm. too much. But mm-hmm. I think it's because the AC had been on, it was like humid and... Gooey, so many, re- so many reasons why. Yeah.
2: So you're doing a project. I'm glad you moved out of <laughs> So you're doing a project now on your blog with a, an accent wall. We yes. won't call an accent wall a single wall of wallpaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that project.
3: So that is the study in my new apartment, study slash media room. Where is it? It is um, between Buckhead and Morningside okay. in a little neighborhood called Manchester.
0: Okay. So is this is this like a second bedroom that you're turning into a study or
3: it could be a second bedroom? Yes. Okay. So I'm living in what used to be the builder's office and sales office for the neighborhood. Oh, that's because cool. I work with the developer. And so it used to be the builder's office and then that's the cool. second room is my bedroom. Um but it's going to have the TV in it because I don't like to have the TV In like the main living space Mm -hmm. so it's um it has really dark brown walls and the wallpaper has cranes on it and has dark brown and yellow and green and then i've got uh, a big sectional below
0: the thing that i think is interesting about that choice is that to me it feels like a very very um traditional pattern Mm -hmm. but because of the scale it's Mm -hmm. like a little blown up yeah so it it doesn't feel traditional, yes. even though, you know, sort of the cranes and the mm-hmm. color palette
3: uh-huh.
1: is. But yeah. I, I thought that was it. I was like, oh, that <laughs> that's makes perfect true. sense. It does. It totally makes that. it. Yeah. Hip. Yeah. Did you start with the wallpaper for um, the inspiration
2: for that room?
3: Yes. Yeah, that was the first thing. Do you and, feel like
2: we need one thing like that to hinge a room on?
3: Yeah. I think it's so overwhelming to start a room without something to base it off of so mm-hmm. and usually it's going to be like the piece that you notice first or the piece that has the most colors in it with the wallpaper that really sets a color palette and so it's so much easier to focus in on the other you know what options you're going to look at for the other pieces when you've got when you've established that color palette and yeah. the direction for the space
2: i agree i think a blank slate is frightening mm-hmm. definitely like what am i gonna do yeah you do need one thing to kind of
3: you need hey, something you. to point mm-hmm. you in a yeah. direction. Yeah. yeah.
2: I wanted to ask
0: about your rug collection because I love it and I think it's so fun. But how did what how did
2: that come about? <laughs> yes.
3: So there was um
2: You make us all feel like underachievers. I know, <laughs> right? right?
0: I'm like, right. I don't have any collections my name
1: on them.
3: It was a um rug showroom here in Atlanta that is run by an Turkish family that has been in the rug industry for many generations. And their head of marketing reached out about setting up a collaboration. And so I met with them. I was really excited because I've always wanted to do product design. And um, I looked through so much inspiration for patterns and like materials and textures and everything. Printed out so many images. And then finally saw these pictures of the gardens of Villantry. In France from above and I loved the way that the um, the boxwood patterns made these um these great designs um from above and how they were a little bit raised and so I replicated that with the labyrinths and looked up um labyrinths from all around the world that were from actual gardens and then um Shows a color palette that was really inspired by nature so there's boxwood green it's the first color obviously (laughs) and then a peony pink and a sky blue and blueberry blue and then a wheat which is like a tan but they have a soft bamboo silk raised pattern and then a wool background um and five different mazes on them
0: so, okay, if we wanted to get a swatch
1: of that, can mm-hmm. we go to their website? Do we have to go to the showroom? Where do we get
3: Website. Okay. online yes. shopping right we'll now. Put a, we'll put a link in
1: there. <laughs> well, I just wanted to buy that for, I was thinking even myself with, my son's like two, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he would probably love driving his little cars oh, through yeah. that little maze. Oh, you know, like, yeah. That was what I thought about I was like, <laughs> And it would be gorgeous, and no one would think twice about it actually mm-hmm. being a beautiful rug, but here I would be tricking them. Mm-hmm. both what well, a great looking rug but it also drive it you looks cars like
0: there. it, it reminds me a lot I, I honestly saw it and i was like maybe i should put this in my bedroom but it it looks a lot like the schumacher cut velvet that i'm putting on those chairs i think i showed y'all yes it's, you did and it's but, but it's like that, that maze fabric. pattern mm-hmm. with the high low and it, yeah. yeah it's just it's really striking it's and mm-hmm. it's like the combination i think of soft and wool is probably really nice yeah under- it's so soft, and, and soft and to durable. walk on
3: yes yeah
2: what color is the best seller? Um, but it's wheat. Well,
0: it
3: actually like has been the boxwood green. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: You're trying to. Good. You knew I it. Knew people are the of their color. <laughs> I like it, too. The fact that people are doing green.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: It's a good green. classic green. I'm,
0: looking Caroline I'm going She's to a Caroline I'm going to it. The See, the this is the actual boxwood. Website. That's not the rug. Yes.
2: The one that has a plant in the <laughs> I get it. Thanks.
1: <laughs> 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 <Okay. laughs> Just wanted to check, you know, make sure you're... (laughs) Have you had a a favorite project you've done so far?
3: Um, I did a show house at the beginning of this year in the spring with um, Invitation Homes, which is a company that runs, that manages rental homes. And it was um, in Atlanta and I did the master bedroom. And it was so much fun because um, I really got to be super playful with the design and I stepped out of my comfort zone a little bit with the color palette because I did this coral wallpaper um another one wall wallpaper situation (laughs) behind the bed and um paired that with one of my rugs in the sky blue so the room had coral and light blue and dark blue and um and tan and it was really really felt fresh but um so inviting and I normally don't work with a lot of super warm colors mm-hmm. it just doesn't like it doesn't come to mind first for me um I'm so I'm usually really drawn to blues and greens and and neutrals so once once I picked out that wallpaper I was <laughs> like this is going to be fun and different for me yeah, yeah.
1: coral and blue that's pretty
3: yeah it was It turned out really well.
1: I mean, that's color of the year 2019 and 2020. Visionary. (laughs) So, really. What's the color for next year? Yeah, green. I'm going green.
3: Green. Well, they (laughs) did that. Wasn't that 2018?
1: But it'll be a different green.
3: (laughs) A different shade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. I know. I think you might. We do like to project. yeah, I know. We did just talk about this, but I figured he was the visionary, so. <laughs> I have no guess. I have no idea. Is there I'm anything so else, like, trendy or something that you're, like, so excited for right now that you've been, like, throwing in every project?
3: I don't know. For me, this is kind of random, but I've been using sectionals a lot more. Mm-hmm. You're I one in your study. Yes. I didn't grow up with any sectionals. It was all sofas. And my mom had a lot of antique sofas, so not, like, the most comfortable pieces.
2: <laughs> but um, Was your house dressy? It kind of feels like it was a dressy house you grew
3: up in. Well, there were – we had, like, formal areas, but uh-huh. we did live in them. Like, we – my mom, who I get a lot of my eye from, um, most of it, um, was was very intentional in making this, like, not having a dining room that we didn't eat in, mm-hmm. but that we actually enjoyed. And um, having a formal living room that we did use—I mean, it wasn't our everyday space—but it wasn't rooms that we didn't touch. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that always makes me sad when people have spaces in their homes that they don't feel like they can touch because they're too perfect and can't be lived in and can't right. be it's so experienced. Hot. Yeah.
1: I so this so strange. So the sectional <laughs> yes. feels more casual and like. So inviting. yeah.
3: So I'm. I'm also doing um, like a modular sofa in my living space that's going to wrap around the wall. So it really takes such efficient use of the floor plan Mm -hmm. um, and also is a little bit more casual. Um, But I think with by pairing it with um, more formal pieces, it doesn't get too relaxed. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right, because you want it to feel... Spiffy. I, I want it to feel word. polished. Yes, but...
3: polished. That's a much better word <laughs>
1: spiffy. I like spiffy. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> polished, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
3: I, I am seeing a lot of, um, with upholstery pieces, pieces that you can customize so that you can change the size and the configuration and the layout and um, modular pieces and things that will make a room feel a little bit more custom mm-hmm. because the piece fits perfectly. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you're not having to have it custom made.
3: Yes, and I think that's making it so much more accessible. Yes, for people to have the right size and the right configuration and upholstery that they that they are imagining, without having to go to um, a custom furniture builder. Right. Yeah.
0: I wanted to ask you about your um, dorm rooms. Oh yes, because <laughs> you post you have one on your blog. Maybe I'm is it just one on your blog? I don't know, but. We had talked about it um, last spring and I mean, you just did a great job, but maybe you have some tips and some ideas of how to make a dorm room not feel like a dorm room. And yes, I'm sure that <laughs> you are the most fabulous one on your hall.
3: I did one, two, I did my freshman year dorm room twice because I had a sponsorship come up in the middle of the year. So I redid it <laughs> and then I did my friend's dorm rooms sophomore year, two friends, and my own at the end of the year. So I've done uh five dorms. <laughs> and Dang. it was a really fun because as a designer, you'd think you'd think that designers would like their favorite project would be one that has no limitations. But I think a lot of times having constraints makes projects so much more interesting mm-hmm. and fun to work on. So working on in these tiny little spaces where You've got existing furniture and you've got a really limited floor plan and um, a lot of constraints in terms of like what you can hang on the walls. And that made the dorms so much more fun to decorate. <laughs> so yeah. they were great little creative experiments. But um, my favorite thing that I did... Well, my biggest tip is to really focus on textiles because the the most time you spend in your dorm is sleeping. So I um, always... It paid off to invest in, you know, comfortable bed linens and lots of pillows and throw blankets and just layering up all you could on the bed. Um, And what I did my sophomore year was put Euro pillows on either end of my bed. So it turned it into more of a day bed during the day when I wasn't sleeping in it. Mm -hmm. So I could sit there um, and I had a long lumbar on the back against the wall. So it kind of became like a little sofa to sit on. That is smart. Um,
2: did the Did you have wall at the end of both ends, or did you create had, something at one of the ends? It
3: had a footboard. Okay. So it does depend on what your bed, sure. what bed you get in your dorm. Okay. I also would always push my dresser into the closet to get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, smart. And then, I, the most ambitious thing I did was freshman year. I covered all the furniture in removable wallpaper. <laughs> so. It covered up the the um,
0: awful wood grain. Yeah,
3: the the dated wood grain (laughs) furniture. Um,
0: Did it work, or did it start coming off?
3: It did. It did stick well. It was just tricky, and I'm not the most patient person, especially when it comes to like measurements and being exact. (laughs) So some of (laughs) that take
2: though. I feel like an exacto and a ruler would take me two days to. It
3: will. I. I wasn't super exact, but the overall (laughs) effect did, it was definitely worth it Mm -hmm. because um, I used a a wallpaper that actually did have a wood grain on it, but it was a white wallpaper with like a a light gray graphic grain on it. So it was much brighter Mm -hmm. and more modern and um, it lined up the room so much.
0: What about your roommate?
3: You did have one.
0: You didn't have a freshman roommate?
3: Yeah. How
2: did oh, okay. that
0: happen? Well, I did a
3: semester program in high school and I had a roommate then, and I was pretty done with that mm. situation. <laughs> <laughs> but is it even
2: possible to not have a roommate in college?
3: Yes. Oh. I <laughs> yeah. requested a it. single, and I also applied to be in this building that was, like, arts-focused, which I thought would be more visual arts. It ended up being a lot of theater kids. Which isn't necessarily my cup of tea, but <laughs> I did have a single because there were more singles in that building
1: mm-hmm. so okay. nice. right. yeah. I got Tired. stuck I got stuck on a corner unit, which meant I had three roommates, not one
2: yeah three. I had three all through college
1: all through college mm-hmm. Ooh, you win
3: I had roommates in my apartment at college when I moved off mm. campus, so um it was it I definitely. I think mm, I maybe could have had a roommate. That might have been nice.
0: I'm just imagining this amazing story of your roommate coming back to someone else and being like, "My roommate is wallpapering all of our furniture right now."
3: <laughs> well, I didn't want anyone to to question my design decisions. So, <laughs>
0: oh, fair. I That's wanted true. free reign over the room. Ah, I understand. And I wanted.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think when I, I mean, when it comes to my bedroom, especially, I really didn't want to have a side of the room that I couldn't control. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I can imagine. Yeah. Plus you don't want their design to ruin your design. Yeah. You're a Laura Ashley comforter. You're <laughs> not going to cut it. We <laughs> yeah. do a lot of um, projects with or for your mom. Yes. How does that work? Does she just let you go carte blanche or does she have an opinion?
3: She does have an opinion, but it's an opinion that I do really trust. And take to heart. So, it's always fun collaborating with her. And um, all my projects that have these traditional pieces in them are all from my mom. So, she um, has a great furniture collection to start out with. And what I've done with her is um, is we've taken her older pieces and taken it down to the ones she really loves, and um sold or given away the the rest and then refreshed with new additions and accessories that make her old pieces look even better mm-hmm. and have given all the pieces a new life basically. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to bring in this new perspective and she has the the antiques that are more rooted in yeah. in time and then It's a good collaboration.
2: Yeah. I loved what you did with that um, little vanity space outside her bathroom. Oh, yeah. Because I feel as if so many homes have that weird little outside the bathroom Mm -hmm. built-in vanity. Yeah. That just screams 1980. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 20 years before you were born. (laughs) Um, And you just ripped it out and put a little cute, was it rattan desk? Yes.
3: It was wicker, had wicker drawers. Or cane, yeah, mm-hmm. wicker caning on Vanilla the drawers. a little vanity, but yes.
2: an independent freestanding vanity. But yes, a little mirror. It's, it's And she
3: did her makeup there. Precious. So it was it was a good. She ended up using it every day because um, it was so much easier for her to sit there and do her makeup than stand over the sink. And it also created a separate storage space for, you know, all the cosmetics you use that you don't need a sink for. Yeah. So. Right it definitely added a lot more function to that bathroom which was um hadn't been updated since the 80s mm-hmm. so it was all all dated
2: and it's a pretty simple thing to do everybody that has that go rip it out this weekend it's <laughs> yes. a it's your project i r- highly recommend it <laughs> and look look at the look at your blog look at his blog to see how cool it is and tell us where the name of the blog came from
3: so it's an old jazz song um i grew up listening to jazz every night while my parents cooked dinner. My dad has a huge jazz collection. We They used to be on CDs, of course. <laughs> um, and now I've put all of those CDs on Spotify and um, I love jazz and so like old classic jazz. And so this was a, an old song that's been covered by a few artists, but the Nat King Cole version is my favorite. And I loved the word swell. I wanted that in the name. And then I love jazz. So it was this combination of like an old word, thou, with kind of a newer, fresher word, I guess. Huh. So it's a cute story. It seemed a little representative of, of my um, approach to design.
2: I love it. Thank you. So succinct. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should
0: do some decorating dilemmas. If y'all are up for it. Taryn, are you reading this in an Australian accent?
1: No, I am not.
2: Yesterday, <laughs> I am not good at We had Carson Presley in here, and he read The Dilemma in an Australian accent. It was oh, wow. perfect. So yeah. what <laughs> Can accents you do can that?
0: Do? <laughs> <laughs> I like to anything.
3: think I'm good at accents, but not case. <laughs> don't get too far. Right.
0: Well, know. and he did it like completely cold. <laughs> like, he had not read this question at all. Yeah. He just and he, went for it. it was amazing.
1: Okay. Well, I'll read this in my regular voice. Right. I can barely do. Okay. <laughs> um, is this Trisha? Trisha. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I have never seen Trisha spelled
2: that way. So that's fine. I have a high school friend who spelled her name with a, with a C. Mm. Trisha with a C. How else do you spell Trisha? With an S-H.
0: Oh. I've only seen Excuse? it with a C. Well, then there we it go. It comes
1: from Patricia. That's true. It's short for Patricia.
3: All right. I
1: didn't know that. <laughs> did not know that either. Yes, it's like my name's actually short for Paterin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is from Trisha, and she writes... Happy New Year, lovely podcast host. I'm listening to the bonus tips episode, and this was the push I needed to reach out. My family recently moved into a 1960s colonial with a living room and family room. So of all our previous living room furniture is in the now family room, which is attached to the kitchen and truly where we live. Now we need to do something with our long empty box of a living room. My husband and I have two young kids and have TVs in the family room and playroom. We're thinking of doing seating and bookcases and make it more of a cozy retreat. So not formal but less about toys and TV and more a bit comfy retreat reading books and games, playing cards. Okay. Her relevant facts are. <laughs> Room is 23 by 11 feet and 4 inches That's long. The trim was a scary yellow tone polyurethane wood, but I sanded and repainted it white. Good girl. <laughs> I want to have the fireplace bricks tile covered covered with marble or the like, but probably won't happen this year. We live in New England. Fireplace is functional, so we hypothetically could be using it. The walls are in Benjamin Moore Stonington Gray. Um, small little pictures about the mantle aren't a design choice. They were to cover existing nails where we decided to sort of decorate the mantle for Christmas. <laughs> console in the room can stay or go, just didn't have another home for it. We use the three-season porch off the room a lot. Not now, but that's where we ate dinner every night over the summer and into the fall, so I want to maintain easy access. And then her questions. Can I do a full-length drapes to cozy the space up, or would that look silly since the windows are smallish and high up to the walls? The ceilings aren't tall enough. Two. I'm thinking about maybe. She didn't two- say tall enough. She said the ceilings aren't, aren't tall, tall either. Either. Sorry. Okay. Mhm. I'm thinking maybe two areas. One with a couch facing fireplace and an ottoman, and a coffee table. And then move the console down and create another more loungy spot in the corner across from the porch door. Maybe use it as a bar area. I think I may be the only person in the world who doesn't love the look of Jew but I am on a budget. Thoughts on what I'm supposed to do with rugs for such a strange dimension? I'm afraid it won't look good to just line furniture up against the wall opposite the fireplace. But the room is so narrow that I'm not sure what to do. Any and all thoughts are much appreciated. All right, it is a narrow room. I like to describe it, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: You're going to be excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's long. It, and, and right in the middle of one of the long walls is a fireplace. And it looks like to the left of that fireplace is a door. And I think that goes to her, her room where she eats mm-hmm. dinner outside a lot. To the right of that fireplace is a small square. It's not that small, but it's a square window. And then it looks like on both s- small walls, there are also a, there's also a square window on each of those walls. And then there's a doorway into the room on the opposite long wall. And that wall is completely uh, obstruction-free except for that one arch doorway. So what should she do with this long bowling alley
3: room? So I think... Um, One way to rethink the seating area in front of the fireplace would be to orient it perpendicular to the fireplace. So have maybe a, a smaller scale sofa facing two chairs or two armchairs on either side that kind of angle more towards the fireplace. But in terms of her question about the windows, definitely, definitely do full floor. Yeah floor length drapes. I think that that is one of the biggest upgrades you can give to a room and um, if you're worried about the space underneath the window I would just add X benches underneath to fill in that space um,
2: I see she has it looks like there is a some sort of heating element mm-hmm. running mm-hmm. along the wall is that going to be a problem with drapery or it, it could be we don't want it to catch on fire
3: yes <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely um and I also don't know if that would prevent them from from falling straight down. Right. Um, but if that's an issue, I think um, Roman shades are another good option for the windows in here. Um, but I th-
2: that would be pretty. Mm-hmm.
3: But definitely, she could do Roman shades on these windows. The ones um, with
2: the heating element under them. Yes, mm-hmm. and
3: then do floor to ceiling curtains. Around the the third window, the third window, okay. and even the doorway to the porch, to create some symmetry on either side of the fireplace, and that would soften up the room a lot and, and add a lot she of use detail. The same
2: fabric on the Roman shades as on her drapery panels?
3: Not necessarily. Okay. I think that could look pretty, um, but if she wanted to just choose uh, the background color or um, pull out a neutral from the curtains, she could just. You know, I'm a fan of just, like, a white Roman shade. Yeah. Um, you don't have to get too crazy with them, but they also would look beautiful if they matched the curtains. So either way.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I have an idea about... Now, this probably isn't the easiest idea, mm-hmm. but I do think it would be amazing. Okay, so our SVP of Merchandising Sky mm-hmm. built in a. I guess it was sort of like a second living room in her house mm-hmm. and it there it was kind of like this where there's a, a window in the middle of the wall. but around that window she built built-in bookcases. Mm-hmm. Now she has this um heating thing, but another guest that we've had, Tammy Connor, remember she talked about how um one of her clients I think it was in New York, they built bookcases on top of the heating mm-hmm. like kind of over yeah. It. So the heat can still come out. So the heat can still come Just out.
3: Just add a vent at the bottom of yeah. the built-in.
0: Or like she could do a cool like open cane
3: panel mm-hmm. at the bottom mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm.
0: metal. Metal. Yeah. And then have all of your bookcases go around How it. And you could have like a little. Um, a window seat. A window seat. That would be beautiful. Yeah. And then have all your books there for your library. So that could be your little reading
2: area down at that. End. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but
0: I think this would be the perfect place to do one of those. Um, an arrangement of, I don't know if there's enough depth but it probably would be of like four chairs around a ottoman oh yeah i always love the in way in the low. fireplace yeah. yeah and it would yeah. kind of you know you were talking about um kind of centering your seating in the in the fireplace and like not necessarily thinking so um traditionally about have your have your sofa face your plat you know kind of mix yeah. it up a little and i love that idea i i think that um the four in that radial arrangement always just looks really pretty mm-hmm. and there aren't really a ton of times you can use that because you usually need like more seating but mm-hmm. this is the perfect opportunity because
3: definitely
2: she's only going to be using it for what you say reading a book and maybe playing cards yeah yeah well i mean <laughs> if she puts whatever living arrangement in the center mm-hmm. what should she do with the other two sides i love the idea of a library on one and that's yeah a great idea. i think
3: that's a good idea what and i think
2: like a game table or
0: a that. big skirted table could be fine? Yes, definitely. the window. And that's the other always end.
3: That's always really nice because you can just have it sitting there with coffee table books when you're not using it or you can pull up chairs to it when you want to do a puzzle or play games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do like the idea of a bar um that yeah, she mentioned. I yeah. think that'd be a great use of space for the wall next to the door going out to the porch.
2: Oh, where she has her white bookcase now? No, 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 other end. The other, other end, yes. Yes, yes. So
3: that you can walk past it but uh, sort of yeah. a, a bar on console or, you know, you can put a bar on anything, True. any kind of table. You can
2: make anything into a bar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> well, so. Karen knows that. Including my- <laughs> <laughs> so she could find whatever table would work well there, like a console, something slimmer, so you can walk past it to go outside. Mm-hmm. She could set up a bar on top of that Um with buffet lamps at either end, and I think that would be a great use of that space down there.
2: I think this is great, right? You know, yeah. I love mm-hmm. The whole like one end's a library, one is a little game area or card or puzzle area, and then yeah. the center is where you're hanging out with your fireplace. Yeah. Why doesn't she want? Why, mm-hmm. why doesn't she use her little black console in the window for her bar? She all not like that idea. Too, it might, it's not in the window. It's. Not, I thought you were saying between the fireplace and the door, or somewhere right there. Is that what you're saying?
3: Oh, about I was. The bar? talking about the um, wall um, Straight next to that. Under the window. the yeah. bar here under the window. The yes. under the window. Mm-hmm. Got
1: it. I like oh, that. Yeah, she could do mm-hmm. that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could work there.
1: She could use it to be more economical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is a...
2: Do we have a picture of Skye's built-ins that we could send her? I do, yeah. Okay, so we can email it to you or we can put it in the blog post. I mean, yes, this, I'll put in it the in the show notes. Us.
0: And I know that we talked about it in the Tammy Connor episode. She didn't really go into like all of the building ins and outs about Mm -hmm. it but if you listen to her episode don't know the number but just look search tammy connor and i'll try to pull the photo yeah but you wouldn't have been able to tell you might be able to suss it out you couldn't tell that it was built on top of a heating radiator Mm -hmm. thing so i don't necessarily know that the Uh. photo would help her but um (laughs) she did tell us that that is why they put that there yeah that's the
2: kind of thing a husband is gonna not believe he can do (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean doesn't it sound like it like oh no that's going to bring your house down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you got to have a carpenter.
0: You need right. you need no, someone you're gonna that's going to gonna... do it professionally. But
2: yeah. I think having ammunition of a designer who's done it with some photos right. will help her convince.
3: Yes, yes. help the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you need a little ammo trisha
1: (laughs) i think she needs to patch those holes over the fireplace and if she likes all those little paintings too she could um do something big on her mantle like a mirror even if she's again economically, or a nice piece of art she likes Mm -hmm. and then layer even those small small ones ones kind of stack them along that Mm -hmm. mantle if she's like loving keeping the little ones i think she didn't care she
3: oh,
0: didn't so see little care. She was we covering bit of a little 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 bit of a I bit of <laughs> it little bit of a little bit I'll little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little
3: little Oh, yeah, a little it stand. Yeah,
0: little of a little it you kind not using of fold up if you're not using it. But it would of the perfect using to display some would of those little thing to display some of those little of on tabletop, on her skirted table that she's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. On, um, on her console or, yeah. you know, just
2: kind of scattered scattered around. But well, um, a tip to the wise, Tricia, we have got some really, really good. Carson Kressley mentioned this, too. We've got some great skirted tables on sale right now. And really beautiful ones, some Bunny Williams yes. ones. The Go for a large one. Don't go for a little skimpy 30-inch. Go for like a 48-incher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's going to really give you some presents down there at the end if you end up going skirted. Okay, it's called the Petite Acrylic Easel. Oh, and it has five stars. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> I wanted to give them as Christmas presents, but our store ran out. I think they were designed
0: for cookbooks, were mm-hmm.
2: So when you're cooking, you can prop yes. your little iPad or cookbook above Oh, yeah. In. But it's great for art, too. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Practical and Exactly. Cool what about the rug? <laughs> oh, yeah. Rug in the middle just for that center area. What do you yeah. Think? Oh, that's tricky. I think
3: I know I would. I would normally do a jute and then layer a smaller rug under the seating area. Mm-hmm. But if she doesn't want to do that, I would just do a rug um, under the seating, make sure all the legs or all the, you know, at least one set of legs for all the furniture can sit on it. And, um, and then she could do a runner going out to the porch, where she could just leave it and just have the the emphasis be in the center underneath the seating.
2: Right, because that'll be your high traffic areas. So yeah, yeah,
3: that. yeah, that's exactly.
2: Okay. Well, there is a website that will
0: will essentially make you a custom size size, and like Myers Carpet, or which mm-hmm, is our yeah. like little store, but um, you Google any it. Car- yeah. That's what I did. But when I, I mean, my custom runner. I like to do things online. I don't like to go into stores because <laughs> I'm scared of people. So, <laughs> Good
1: to know. what so, an interesting yeah. thing, seeing as you run, you host uh, uh, a podcast an and meet
0: people. <laughs> See, but we're in MySpace, it's fine. Okay, okay. I'm comfortable
3: here. <laughs> if she wanted to do um, like rugs at either end and in the center, if she uh, found three vintage Turkish rugs. They always look good. They don't have yeah. to match exactly. Right. Those always look good together in a set or a collection. So
2: and it's going to totally make that space feel so curated mm-hmm. instead True. of
1: shopped. You know, I went out and bought it brand yeah. new this week.
3: Right, I'll give a little patina. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. What do you think
1: about her painting her ceiling? She wants it to feel cozy. Like make it a whole big gray box.
3: I think I would if she wanted to make it cozier i would focus on the walls
1: Mm. okay
3: i am i do like a dark wall but i normally don't take the color up to the ceiling
0: okay
3: i think in a if it was a smaller room i would do that but because the room is so long Mm -hmm. you're really going to feel the heaviness of the ceiling
1: gotcha okay good to know by an expert see that's why you're (laughs) here perfect
2: all right trisha good luck we'd love to see after send us some yes please and congrats on your new house
0: Very exciting. It seems like all of her moving is done, so that's good. Yeah. She's unpacked her boxes, Caroline. (laughs) I have two now. Good girl. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, Kevin, will you tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, see
2: your work, all that good stuff?
3: Yes. I am a blogger at Thouswell, Thouswell Thouswell.com.
2: T-H-O-U.
3: T-H-O-U, Swell.com. And my Instagram for my blog and my life is KF O'Gara. And then for my rug designs, it's Kevin Francis Design. And the website for my rugs is (laughs) KevinFrancisDesign.com. Awesome.
0: perfect. We really appreciate you coming by. Thanks. Thank you you so much for having me. Of course. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. We would love to read it. And of course, subscribe to the show. So it downloads straight to your phone. The show notes for each episode are at HowToDecorate.com slash podcast. And follow us on social media.
2: and very exciting news. The How to Decorate podcast is now a skill on your Alexa. That's right. So you can just ask Alexa to play the How to Decorate podcast after you go and enable it under the skills on amazon.com.
0: Yes. Super easy. Super easy. Tell Alexa to play the How to Decorate podcast
2: and your life will be so much happier. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Happy happy decorating. decorating.